knew that he had to listen to Holy Spirit. He knew that it was time for him to go. And he had wept with these people and loved these people and ate meals with them. So I kind of want to put it in that posture tonight. If God called me to eternity, what would I say to the friends that I've made at Keystone? What would I say over the last six years? What would culminate the best thing that I could leave you? If the Holy Spirit said, Lon, you've got one thing to say, what would you say? And I would say this. Love yourself. When you realize your own value, then everything else makes sense. When you realize your own value, then everything else makes sense. Love one another completely and honestly. Love without an agenda. No strings attached. No expectations. Just love. As soon as love has an agenda, it ceases to be love. My charge to men, all four of us, my charge to married men, all four of us, is love your wives and give yourselves, your body, your mind, your soul to them just as Christ loved the church and laid down his life for her. My charge to wives and mamas in the room, Love your husbands, check this, and choose him over all others. Parents, love your children and lead them in the ways that they should go. Kiddos, love your parents. Your days will be long and blessed when you do. Keystone Church, love your neighbors even as you love yourself. This is love lived out loud. And finally, love the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind. For this is the fulfillment of the entire law. Love conquers all, my friends. It is the thing I could deposit of all that we've learned together. If I could deposit one thing, is love conquers all. 1 Corinthians 13, as you know, has been read and quoted at weddings and so many different places, churches, always a great February series. It is called the love chapter. It's about charity or love. <clears throat> at the very end of the chapter in 1 Corinthians 13, Paul writes, I, 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 want, I want you to get this. These th things, he says, will last forever, okay? You got that? These things will last forever. The first one is faith. Interesting that faith will last forever. Kind of, kind of interesting. We could dive into that a little bit, but for time we won't. The second thing is hope. It lasts forever. I mean, forever means eternity to me, right? So we're still using faith in eternity. It's not like the faith button turns off and we know all. I just don't believe that's how eternity is set up. I still believe we exercise faith because there is nothing that pleases God like faith. 
and hope, that expectating, you know, the expectation of waiting for something, that, a promise to be fulfilled, the espera. And finally, as you know, it's love. Isn't it fascinating that love will last into eternity? And then he says, but the greatest of these is love. Now, he didn't say that the other things won't last for eternity. He just said the greatest of these three is love. So my friends, if you hear me tonight, know that that is the greatest gift you can receive and that is the greatest gift that you can give. If you know that your whole identity is birthed and wrapped and embraced and breathed into by love, then you know who you are. Let me say this, it doesn't always remove the pain immediately when you get the revelation. There's still a journey that you get to walk through, but guess what, like in Pilgrim's Progress, he said, if I have love, then I have everything. And why should I stay in this dungeon of despair when I know I've got the key for escape? I would charge you with this, my friends, that let Keystone Church be known as one thing. It's a place where people can be loved and they know they're loved. If it isn't ever big, if it remains small, if it remains here or abroad, it matters not. Let the church be known as a place of love. How will they know that? Well, Jesus says, they'll know that you're my disciples by the way you love one another. So when, when he, they finally figured out their own identity, they began to love one another like God and the Son love each other and Holy Spirit love each other. My charge would be to stay in unity. It's so important because again, Jesus prayed with his disciples, listen, Father, the one thing I ask is that they experience the unity that you and I have. Think about that. Jesus is praying. He's near the end of his life. And he's like, God, if I could pray one thing, this is what I would pray. That they would love one another like you and I love one another. And they would stay in unity. There's nothing sweeter when we can overlook our each other's offenses and maybe mistakes, because love covers, my friends. Very quickly, I just wanted to go back to the Old Testament a little bit. And as you know, Noah was stuck on a boat for a long ass time. And there was animals on the boat. I'm sure it was not pleasant. So he gets out, finally, he lands on a mountaintop and he's like, hey, Wines are flowing. I'm Noah. I'm going. So he gets lit. One of his boys sees him naked, and we won't get into the Hebrew of that, but comes out and laughs and kind of mocks his dad's nakedness. Two of his boys walk in backwards and cover his dad. The one boy, as you know, was cursed and uh, was told to roam the land or earth or whatever rest of his days. Some sort of mark was put on him to know that he had, he had not covered his daddy. 
You see, the other two boys, I believe it was a foreshadow of what love actually does. Love covers others' mistakes. If you're not clothed in love, then the first thing you want to do is reveal others' mistakes. I would love, and I know it is in our spiritual destiny, in our spiritual DNA, to be a place of blankets. To be a place where people can say, "There, oh my God, I am constantly screwing up, but I know that I'm going to be covered. I know that it won't be held against me. I know that my, that my kiddos will be healthy. I know, I know it. I just know it because they love unconditionally, and I see it by the way they love each other. It's funny, Catherine said, let your light shine. And I wrote tonight, let your love shine before all. Love has hands. Love has feet. Love has tongues, ears, and eyes. Love has action. Love has biceps to lift. Shovels to spade. Mouths to feed, widows to take care of, prisoners to set free. Love is not without human form. You are love. You are love. You are love. I prayed uh, that God would constantly move in our lives. I pray that we would always follow his Holy Spirit's guiding. I pray that the little whispers and twinges that I hear, I would be obedient to, and I would be quick to be obedient to them. I'm not always right on that, and sometimes and many times I get that wrong. But as you know, through this transition, we've been slow and purposeful about the decisions that we've made and we've always done it, or at least tried to do it, bathed in love. But when I ask the Father to move on our behalf, oh, Father, just move, he always says, you first. That's love. See, I used to say, well, I can't move until you do. I can't move until you act. I can't act until you act. And in actuality, he's saying, well, if you're love, Lon, then... You are me. You have everything you need to do the next thing. So just move. I'll meet you there. I'm already there. I'm already at your next step. Because love is eternal. It has to be eternal. It has to go into tomorrow. It has to go into next year. It has to go into the next decade. It's already there. So I can rest assured that I get to walk into that as I am love. I am Love, I am born to be loved, and that is my identity. My friends, you are born to be loved. Nothing less than that should you settle for. We've defined love, and we've said this earlier, that it is always living for the benefit of another. I told Teresa today, I don't want to do that. I, I want to do what I want to do. And I felt like, have you ever seen The Rock uh, in... Um, the pacifier, not the pacifier, uh, total, uh, he's a football player with a little kid. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, my towel, mine, it's my towel, it's my house, it's my pillow, it's my bed. 
She's like, okay, little boy. And I'm like, damn, right? That's me. I know I slip back into the old system when it's about me. But if love is defined as living for the benefit of another, then yes. Yes, I'll go to another kid's birthday party. Yes, I'll suck it up and do that. Yes, I'll, you know, I'll have my time. It's okay. And I did. I had a good ride today. Let love be the standard by which we make all of our decisions. Let love be the standard. So my friends, if you're making a decision, wife, career, job, house, whatever, if love is the standard, am I doing this in love? Then I think we understand our identity. If it's anything less than love, then we still need to grow in our identity. I wrote this not because I'm a Rob Bell fan, but it just seemed to make sense at the end of this message was love wins. Dot, dot, dot. Always. Dot, dot, dot. Eternally. Period. Stand with me, Alan. Let me bless you and we'll pray. My Father, who art in heaven, holy is your name. Let your kingdom come and your will be done on earth, even as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Father, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Father, I bless your people. If there was a picture of what I see in my mind, it is this oil well being drilled and hitting the load. And Keystone Church is standing around this drill. There's been some hard hands, roughnecks on the drill. They've been working hard. They've been faithful. They've broken some bits, they pulled it out, they've wanted to quit, but they stayed on that platform. And God, tonight in my mind, I see that that load has been struck. And all these people, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, perhaps even thousands of people are standing around this oil well, getting covered in oil. However, the oil is clear, it's 
It's already purified. It's not crude. We have, we have struck something beautiful. Father, I pray that that kind of anointing falls on your people. I pray that that kind of love covers us. As a matter of fact, when you're covered in oil, you're so slippery, nothing offensive can stick to you. So let us slip and slide together. God, my mind is so bizarre. On one massive spiritual slip and slide. God, we love you. I love these people. I love them only because you're the author of love. Holy Spirit, I pray you'd imprint this identity into each heart tonight. That they would know, walking out of here, I am born to be loved. And looking at their spouses, you are born to be loved. And looking at each other, you are born to be loved. I pray, God, that we would carry this message. It would not just be another thing we heard one time, someplace. It would identify us. We will carry it for eternity. Bless you, Lord. And I bless your people in your church. In Jesus' name, amen.